Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Just a couple of fat, goofy, mask-loving sports writers here. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. I like Strange Brew because they put money in my pocket. Money! I need Money! Joel. And, and while they put money in our pocket, they also put caffeine in our systems. In our systems, yes. Or sugar, you know, if you go over to the churn and spood side of things. But money! I feel like Arthur Morgan over here. I need money. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in the mood for trouble today. i got to try to keep myself out of it. Uh, but Strange Brew Coffee House, never in trouble there. Always great service with a smile. Best coffee house, not only in town, but one of the best in the southeast. We've told you many times, people who come to Starkville, Stark sports writers from across the country, a bunch of fat, goofy guys, they, uh, they always talk about, hey, i got to make it over to Strange Brew. Definitely going to take some home with me. Get shipped everywhere. They can ship to you no matter where you are. So if you're a big fan of Strange Brew, but you live somewhere else, hey, Hit them up, get some uh, Strange Brew coffee shipped to your house. You can go inside and drink it with your fake friends, or you can do it at your home Yeah, by yourself. Hopefully you don't have a fake friend. Or no one will speak to you. Yeah, for two hours. Yeah. Just total silence. In fact, that's that's what the podcast is today. It's two hours of total silence. Starting, okay, I'm just kidding. College Corner. CollegeCornerStore.com. That's the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi. You've got two locations to serve you down in the Jackson area. Starkville, I'm sorry, at Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. We, we just got through Mother's Day. Hope all the mothers out there had a great uh, day. I know that my wife did. I know that uh, Joel's wife did. Also, his anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. As we sit here, it's still your anniversary. You. It is. Tomorrow, or as you're listening, it might not be. Uh, and, but th- what that does mean, though, gentlemen... It's 12 now, years ago right now. I was having fun. It's 10, I, I 10, 10 19 I, 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 know, I know what it is. I know what you're trying to say. I wasn't trying to go there. I didn't want to talk about your uh, your wedding night. Well, I, we, we were just watching, like, you know, Comedy Central or something. What'd you think I meant? Huh? No, I, I, that's not where I was going, though. No, I, <laughs> I wasn't going there. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't uh, going to, uh, to, 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 to relive the first night of. Joel's married life. I <laughs> to be honest, I was probably nervous right about now because I was starting to oh, think. I bet you were. Yeah, well, it had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with the fact that in like four hours it's going to be flying for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I understand that then. Yeah. You, wait, so that's not true. That's It's 10 o'clock. You weren't flying at, at 2 in the morning, were you? Uh, no. Uh, you're right. You're right. But it was like an early, early morning flight. Okay. And I mean, the sun had not risen when we were at right. the airport. So it was probably like What I was going so, to say... Is that now? It's all, now we're on to Father's Day. That's where I was going, Joel. Before you interrupted me, trying to talk about your intimacy issues. I don't want to hear about that. But issues. I don't. Not issues. Issues isn't the right word. But anyway, <laughs> Father's Day is coming up. 
It's only a month away, and I know I know better than anybody that you've got to stay on them about that. If you want some new MSU gear, College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to get it. Awkward. Humble Taco, you got anything to say? You went to Mexico, didn't you? Huh? I, no, I went to the Bahamas. Bahamas, I mean, okay. I've been to Mexico. Well, there you go. Well, in Mexico, you I get, ate a taco while I was there. In Mexico, you get Mexican fare. At Humble Taco, you get Mexican fare with Mississippi Roots, a unique menu that you won't find anywhere else. Mississippi products turned into you know, Southern classics turned into Mexican uh, favorites. Just great stuff all up and down the menu. This weekend, if you're up here for baseball, make make Humble Taco a stop for you this weekend. You definitely don't want to miss out on the good times happening at Humble Taco. We had some good tacos on 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 uh, Saturday. We did. We at did. Ocho de Mayo. We did. And I tell you what, <laughs> anybody that wants to make me a taco can be my fake friend any day. We can be the fakest of friends. Or as as you would say, if you're eating tacos, la freak fake friend. I don't. I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. I don't. Either. I don't. But uh, all right. Let's uh. Let's Ocho get, de Mayo. Ocho de Mayo. Let's get into the part of the show where we make money. We got to make some money today. We got to talk about MSU sports. Don't want to. Don't want to let anybody else talk about that. It might. Uh, we're trying to put them out of business. Uh, <laughs> let's start with baseball. MSU wins another series. I think it's going to be a stretch to say they can win the SEC now. I think losing that game on Sunday. Now Arkansas is a game ahead of you, which I guess you'd have to. If you, they're gonna, if they go four and two, you'd have to go six and zero oh to get ahead. All right. Well, I know what you're gonna say here, but let's play this game a minute. Okay. All you gotta do is tie, and you're gonna get the little sign that says SEC okay. or whatever. I, get, I see what and, you're getting at there. Because in the but SEC, I, I, I get that you're not gonna I'm be the one seed in Hoover. terms of the SEC tournament and. If Look, state, I know if state ties, they will they will put the year up in that Hall of Champions room as SEC champions. Which is dumb. Well, can we agree that it's dumb? I mean... Whoever the one seed at the SEC tournament is the SEC champion. I mean, I agree with you. It's okay. the same deal I as... I don't, want, I don't want to go down that road. That, that's not where I was going. I'm just thinking about in terms of the tournament, you know, being the one seed over there. Uh, in terms of being a national seed. I think state could finish now as the number two national seed. I really do believe that. Because uh, you know, Vanderbilt still has series. I think Vanderbilt has uh, Ole Miss. I know they have Ole Miss this weekend, and I think I think they finish with Kentucky. Kentucky is going to be scrambling for their tournament lives at that point, so they could be a desperate team. That could be dangerous. Arkansas still has Tennessee, so Arkansas and Tennessee are going to sort each other out. Somebody's dropping off. Yeah, somebody's losing two games this weekend at least, and then you have State. State with Missouri. Now State has the easiest road here. I mean, um, state could very, really, I mean, very easily go like six and zero in their last two weekends. They could, they could, I mean, and that would be an eleven and one finish, which would be incredible. I mean, I don't want to say very easily because, uh, it, especially Alabama. This this series came tough, down to but, one thing: uh, state's pitching was just better, but defensively they hurt themselves, and that's what set this up. That's what set up. Errors, Saturday's errors, errors on a Saturday killed you on a Sunday. Killed you on Sunday because they forced you to bring in Landon Sims on Saturday in a game you were leading 9-1, to and it turned that into a close game. And then from there, you couldn't bring him in on Sunday. Although, couldn't you have? I haven't questioned Lamonis all year this year on this on Landon Sims thing, but I feel like if you the bottom the, of the ninth, you could have brought him in. Man, 
if you're throwing the 34 pitches on Friday, mm-hmm. as oh, opposed for sure. to Saturday, yeah. Yeah, you can. You don't think back-to-back days? That's tough, man. To... I mean, you're asking for if one you're... inning? I mean, I I, I, I don't want to... I, I, Lamontis airs on the side of caution. That's fine. I get that. I mean, get, never mind that he's a valuable piece of the team. His, his, his future is bright. I get that. But I have to think, you know... The whole point of putting him in the bullpen is so that you can use him twice on a weekend. Well, that, it's 3-2 in the bottom of the night. That is the time for the closer. I, I mean... you got to at least ask, do you feel comfortable? Do you feel good? You know Sims will say yes, but... I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what kind of conversations have gone on between Chris Lamonis and Landon Sims. I don't know if it's a situation where Chris Lamonis says, look, Landon... We are always going to err on the side of caution because that right arm of yours is going to make you a lot of money. So we're not going to put you in a situation where back-to-back days you're going to have to throw pressure pack pitches after pressure. I don't know what has gone on there. I'll say this. If it's a video game, I'm running Landon Sims out there. Well, yeah. In real life, when you have to look these kids in the face, I mean, what if he goes out there and then you, you come up Monday and he's got arm soreness or something. I, I don't know, man. I mean, like, Sunday's game was important, particularly in a we-want-to-win-the-SEC scenario. It was important. Mm-hmm. In a national championship-type perspective, mm-hmm. it didn't matter all that much. No, I agree with that. You're right. And You're not wrong. If, for those of you that watched Chris Lamonis' press conference, I think it was this past week on Thursday... And you can find that at cowbellcorner.com. Mm-hmm. He was asked about the SEC. Trying to make money over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And c- come watch it there, not anywhere else, because we're trying to put people out of business over That's there. Right. But anyway, um, he was asked about the SEC championship and his thoughts on that, and he was basically saying his goal is always to get a national seed and this, that, and the other. And if an SEC championship just happens to happen along the way, well, heck yeah, that's great. But – he he has his eyes on the bigger prize, mm-hmm. so I could see Chris Lamona saying, "I want to win this game, but I am not going to risk at all throwing Landon Sims out there one day." I mean, it's not even been twenty four hours yeah. since he had thrown thirty four pitches in a save situation over two innings. I mean, I, I can see saying, "You know what? Somebody else is going to have to win it today, boys, because we need him mm-hmm. to help us win a national championship." This is the only negative of the data. Let's just—we're getting that out of the way. The rest of the uh, the series is very positive. I thought that. Uh, well, I mean, know. it's one of those situations where you just had a great meal and the dessert was a little bit off. Yeah, that, that that's a good way to look at it. I thought McLeod and Bednar both pitched their respectively best games of the season. Uh, McLeod, especially, I, I I think McLeod could be SEC Pitcher of the Week when that's announced. Seven innings of shutout, one hit baseball. I can't ask for a lot more than that. Uh, Bednar, of course, in six innings, strikes out thirteen. That is incredibly impressive. Um, I mean, all and then Sims was great again. State, you know, Tanner Allen is hitting, I think, over five hundred in the last six, uh, six or seven games. So that his batting average, I think, after the uh, after the homer today was like three eighty four. Yeah, for the season he's got a chance to win the SEC batting title. <clears throat> um, I mean, if he stays hot, he's got a chance to be a four hundred hitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's I mean, hot. Rowdy Jordan continues to stay hot. Let Logan Tanner. Continues to stay hot. Uh, Cam James had a good weekend at the plate. Compass kind of Compass fell, fell off, off a little bit, bit but, but then you saw the potential of Kellum Clark on Sunday. Had a, a I thought that was a home run. It looked like it went right off the top of the wall. They gave him a, they ended up with a triple. Well, the thing is, 
if it hits that yellow line, it's got to. If it hits the yellow line, comes back in play. Uh huh. Not a home. But, it, but if it hit that wall, that that's why I thought it hit, hit that guard wall and came back in. I thought that. I thought it was. It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. though. He scored, he scored anyway. anyway. It didn't cost. It anything. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter exactly. It didn't cost anybody any money. That uh, I thought. I thought you know, in the bullpen, Brandon Smith. You know, I know he gave up the the game winning hit, but I mean, that's the that's he was the weird good thing. On Saturday, he pitched Saturday. He Sunday, pitched Saturday. Way. He only threw what like fourteen like, like fourteen yeah. pitches or yeah. something. But then they bring him back on a guy that's coming off Tommy John, you know, I, and, and he I'm comes out there. And, so that's where it's a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. But Preston Johnson, same. Not not a whole lot of pitches, but I guess Preston Johnson pitched Friday though, didn't he? Am I right? Uh, was that Friday? Yeah, I think it was Friday. I think so. You yeah, be. because uh, Smith pitched. It was Bedner for six. Uh, on, on Saturday, it was Bedner for six, Smith for the seventh inning, and then Sims the last two. That's so, right. yeah, it was That's right. It was Johnson on Friday. So, no, not that big a deal. Um, I, back to Landon, though. Anytime I see something like that, mm-hmm. I, I just sometimes think about how sometimes you're watching like a major league game and you're wondering, why is this guy not coming in? And then yeah. later on you find out he's just not available that day kind yeah. of thing. Well, and, I, mean, I, I mean, they showed the dugout uh, going into the bottom of the ninth, I think, and Landon Sims was just standing right there. I was like, well, I guess we know the answer to that question. So, just yeah. not available. You know, I hate saying stuff like this because, look, I don't know anything as, right. as pertains to his health or anything, but we don't know if, like, maybe he's at some point this year had a little bit of arm soreness or something. Uh, we don't know, you know. And, and so maybe there's just a hesitancy to overdo it with him because you have to have him. Right. You know, as you get into regional, super regional, whatever, I mean, he has to be available. And, and you know, I, I'm willing to bet that if this was a super regional situation and State goes into the ninth inning with a one-run lead and he had just pitched 34 pitches the day before, I'm willing to bet State's going to push it there. Yeah. But in a game where you've already taken the series, you're already cruising down the interstate towards a national seed, I just don't think there was... For a coach that has already admitted that my goal is to get us a national seed, and if we happen to win the SEC, great, but that's not really the goal. For a coach that's already admitted that, I get being cautious with Landon Sims. No, I agree. Now, you can disagree with that. You can think, no, it's all about winning the SEC, and then if you just get more after that... No, no, it's all about winning the national title. State's won an SEC For me, I'm on, I'm on Team Lamonis with this. And you can call me a suck-up or you can call me a homer or whatever you want to do. But You're, you're, you're willing to say as long as, it's a, as, long as the, 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 the path to the national seed remains intact, then, then, I'm, okay. then, I, then I'm okay if, if they don't win the SEC championship. Yeah. I mean, I can't – it's difficult to disagree with that. Everybody would like to win the SEC championship, but if you have to pick, you pick the national championship. So if one decision impacts – one versus the other, you always err on the side of what impacts us the the most for the in the national title. Yeah, I mean, think about that. What if you throw Landon Sims out there, and I mean, oh by the way, this played into Christian McLeod getting pulled when he did on Friday night because he probably could have finished out the shutout on Friday. He mm-hmm. only had like eighty something pitches right. when he came out of the game. State series this upcoming week starts on Thursday. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's a little earlier yeah. deal. What if you need? Look, I know that that's what, three days rest in between, but if Landon Sims throws 34 pitches on Saturday, what if he needed to throw 30 more on Sunday and then you turn around and three days later you're starting a new SEC series? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it, man. I, I get why you you stay away from him on Sunday and you just say, look, we got a whole bullpen full of talented guys yeah. and we may lose. And in reality, 
you can say what you want about not putting in Landon Sims. How many guys did you leave on base? You didn't lose yeah. that game because yeah. of pitching. You only gave up four You left 13 on base. You were 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. Right. You were 2 for 15. You didn't lose I that game were, because you didn't pitch Landon Sims. I think you Sims. were 2 for 15 with that runners on. Correct. yeah. You lost the game because you couldn't get the timely hit. Yeah. Bottom line. One thing also I wanted to mention, though, you talk about talented arms. The, the emergence of Stone Simmons has been a big piece. Right now, you know, we talked, we did a show a few weeks ago about who do you beyond trust? Landon Sims, who do you trust? Houston Harding, I trust. Um, Preston Johnson has some trust. But Stone Simmons and Cam Tuller, both of those guys have some trust right now. Yeah. I know Tuller gave up the game tying hit, but it just, it just happens that way sometimes. And he's part into a tough situation. So, all in all, for Mississippi State, they, they won the series. I feel like we're nitpicking too much. You know, it probably took them out of the SEC championship chase, but it elevated them in the national seed chase. I think State has a really good chance of being the two seed right now because Vandy, Vandy's going to drop a game, at least one more game. They're, I think they'll, they'll take two of three from Ole Miss this weekend. Um, and, I mean, Jack Leiter didn't pitch last week. Will he pitch this weekend? Who knows? Who knows? You know, he and Hoagland – I mean, I, feel, I don't I don't feel good about Hoagland's chances here. When you're talking about you're coming out for arm stiffness, arm stiffness is, we, we've is kinda, code word. We've kind of seen a similar. We've been story down that before, path before. When I hear arm stiffness, I he, I I see you're done. So you know, and I I know a lot of you are like I hate Ole Miss and that's fine, but I don't want this guy's career over. I don't want him no. to be hurt, and I hope that he's okay. But when I hear arm stiffness, I immediately was like it's over. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's a situation where, I, quite honestly, I'm not as familiar with Bianco's track record, although he's been there two decades. Yeah. Like, if this was Chris Lamonis making this call, mm-hmm. I think he's over. You he, know, he, like, he, like, oh, he would be done. Cause you, I oh, mean, well, wait, based on what you're saying, Mike Bianco's going to try to get him to pitch. I mean, well, I don't know what his track record Bianco, I don't want to even speculate what he, he's going to do. Oh, I have so, so, so you think, he, well, I mean, I, I've seen Bianco leave guys out there. I mean, he, for he, he works his pitchers. As much pit, yeah, so, we'll see. We'll see what I, I, mean, I don't know. If he can't go, he can't go. But at the same time, he's got a guy with a torn ACL still batting. So I don't know. Um, but this is a good weekend for Mississippi State. Like I said, I think they're up to two in the RPI. Uh, when the polls come out, uh, they, sh- they should move. I think TCU, TCU played Texas this weekend. Well, I think they lost two out of three. Notre Dame was ranked ahead of state in one poll. Is that correct? I can't remember who was ahead of them. I, I think Notre Dame was, and they lost, I think, at least one game this weekend. So opportunity for state to move up in the polls. They've moved up in the RPI. They have a great chance to finish as the number two national seed, which would be fantastic because it means I think Arkansas is going to be the, the one seed throughout. It means you wouldn't see them until the absolute last second, the national championship series. And – What's the old saying? It's difficult to beat somebody three times in a season. It's got to really be difficult to beat them five. I just, I just, I believe that. So, we'll see where that takes us. But all in all, for state, a really solid overall weekend. It, winning a series on a road on the road is fantastic. I mean, I mean, truth be told, if somebody offers Chris Lamonis before before they even travel to Columbia, I'm going to let you win two out of three this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh. I bet he takes it. He takes it. Yeah, doesn't doesn't <laughs> matter mean, what game uh, yeah. they are. We we won't go. We'll take the two out of three. That's fine. I, I I'm pretty sure he would have taken it. Yeah, I I, I agree with that a hundred percent. So a good series for Mississippi State. They got the job done. Uh, two SEC series remain for them, uh, and then into the SEC tournament. They should announce later this week the sixteen host sites, not the twenty. I don't think they're ever going to announce the twenty 
choices. I think it's just gonna, they're just going to announce the host sites. If I if I, if I I think that's what the situation is. Is that correct? Well, they're announcing twenty sites. So they are going to announce the twenty and then pick sixteen from that later. I think that's the way I understood it. Okay. I could be wrong. I, mean, I, I don't know for sure. Just a I, I, dumb, here's, only, here's only I do know. Dumb, for sure. fat, mask wearing sports writer. That's up here. true. I do know that Mississippi State is going to be announced as one of those host sites. Yes. And I know that at the end of the day, Mississippi State is going to be a national seed. Yes. And host a super regional uh, as well. Well, you got to win the regional, but yes. Actually, uh, you could host the regional even if you didn't. Didn't they say that they weren't? That they're hosting super regionals regardless. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like if, you if could locked in. They're not. They're, yeah, you, you, there may be a super here the, either the, way. The, the, the two, if a two seed, if I guess if a one seed in the other, let's say states paired up with Rustin, and Louisiana Tech wins, I would guess if state lost its regional, whoever won this regional would go down to Rustin because they've already got a host site. But if both two seeds win, it would be here. I think it would be here. Can you imagine what is the crowd like for? Florida State and Old Dominion, and that, and that couldn't happen. Tulane, yeah. Who, well, I guess those are both conference USA teams. But I, I, you see what I'm getting at? At Duty Noble Field, what's the what's the attendance for that game one? 125. I mean, for what it's worth, I'd go. You would really go? I mean, why not? I College would. baseball, super regional. I'm not going. You you have fun. I mean, I'm not. I don't have to write anything from it. I'll just sit and stand. You know what you need yeah. to do is find out who the uh, SI guy is. Like, I'll do a live thread for you, <laughs> but run those clicks through my site. We're getting that money still. Money. You got to have money. All right. Speaking of money, let's move on over to our other sponsors for the day. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, whose products uh, Joel and I both enjoyed this weekend. We sure did. In a celebration of fake friendship. We, uh, we had some delicious flank steaks from uh, Welcome Home Beef, which make fantastic tacos, don't you know? Uh, and I also, on Mother's Day, enjoyed a couple of ribeyes from Welcome Home Beef. So I had a, a Welcome Home kind of weekend, and that's the kind of weekend I enjoy. And it's the kind of weekend you'll enjoy when you call Welcome Home Beef and get some of their great products shipped to you. Or if you can get lucky enough to be one of the, uh, the Mississippians who has Welcome Home Beef products on your grocer's shelves, well, even better. And if you're not, well, you need to call your local stores and say, hey, what can we do to get these products in? Because I want to have them. Call Welcome Home Beef today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Again, when you're up here this weekend, you've got to make sure that's on the list of to-do things. You've got to head over to Two Brothers and enjoy some smoked southern soul food right there in the heart of the Cotton District. Going to be a lot of great times going on. The weather this weekend should be really good. Great time to watch baseball and a great time to head over to Two Brothers, hang out on the patio, enjoy a local beer, get some smoked wings and some pork rind nachos, and just have a great time. It's You always have a great time when you're at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business System says, hey, we've got you covered. We've got an inventory of services, of software, of copiers, printers, any kind of office supplies you're looking for, they've got you covered for that. And... They're going to back it up with the best customer service, the kind of customer service you expect from your neighbors. And that's what they are. Advantage Business System is a Mississippi business. They've been working with Mississippians. They work with Mississippi State University. They have been helping out their neighbors for nearly 50 years. Now's the time for you to find out how they can help you. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online or walk at, sorry, at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. So we had the Barry Bonds of horses in the Kentucky Derby, huh? Did you see the forehead on that horse? It's massive. <laughs> massive. <laughs> Plus, 
the uh, the horse that was playing the uh, the position the, the horse is technically in the, the spot where they call second base yeah. hated him absolutely hated that horse they they had beef <laughs> beef between horses so ah uh, let's let's play a little music here all right, I feel a little late in the day to be talking about the class of 21, but MSU makes another addition to that, and that is through the transfer portal. Uh, and this guy should be an interesting addition indeed. Jamir, Jameer Calvin, wide receiver, 5'10", 160, from Washington State. He has played two seasons in the Mike Leach system, and in those two seasons, he caught 75 passes uh, for just shy of 800 yards and four touchdowns. A slot receiver, he will go directly into the offense. Joel, we've been wondering how they were going to fill these last couple of, of slots through the portal. We've been hearing defensive back, offensive uh, lineman. Wide receiver didn't seem like it was a very big priority, but I think the op- the opportunity to bring in somebody who knows this offense inside and out that that opportunity was that 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 option was too great to pass up for Mike Leach and company. Yeah. I mean, you have a guy that has a track record in this system. I mean, you you've lost uh a, a couple of receivers lately with with Peyton transferring out, with Spivey transferring out. Um I, I when you have a guy of this calorie, I mean, you look at his stats, he was a productive guy w- with Leach mm-hmm. for a couple of years and I think he was actually hurt Leach's final year at Washington State and, and redshirted that year. Yeah, did that not year. play in 2019, um, correct. But had a couple of pretty productive seasons as a freshman and as a sophomore, and, and you'd like to think that there there is basically no learning curve at all. I mean, he comes in and is full go from day one, you would think, other than just getting to know his, getting to know his new teammates and surroundings and right. things. So it seems like a guy that you should expect to be immediately impactful. Yeah. 33 catches, 300 yards in 2017. 42 catches for 497 uh, in 2018. As Joel mentioned, missed the 2019 season with injury. 2020, Washington State only played four games. Uh, 17 catches for 183 yards under Nick Rolovich, who succeeded succeeded Leach at uh, at Washington State. So this is, I mean, he really seems to fit the mold of what Mississippi State wants from its slot receivers as the guy who they can just give it to and move the chains, move the chains. Not much in terms of you know big playability, it seems. Not the kind of guy who's going to turn a short gain into a long gain, but a reliable target. And I think you look at him and you look at Austin Williams there in the slot, you've got two guys that you feel comfortable. We can throw them the ball. They are going to catch it. They are going to get yardage. We can trust them to keep the middle of the field, to keep defenses honest underneath, while guys like Wally... Griffin, Makai Polk are going a little deeper. I think this is a, is a good pickup. I think State will still continue to search the portal for one more defensive back. They'd like to get a cornerback. All indications are, and I, I, I'm going to mess this kid's name up because it's. I think I think I know what it is. By Darius Knighton is the guy who the State is sort of targeted with this final uh, spot from Southeast Missouri State, but he is originally uh, from Mississippi. He is a native Mississippian, originally from Tunica. Went to Rosa Ford High School, the same high school as Bernardrick McKinney. Not at the same time, obviously. Um, 
and is looking to grad transfer in. He's picked up some Power 5 offers, but the it appears the appeal of coming home uh, is going to be a little too much to pass up for him. So I would expect that news soon uh, from everything we're reading over there. Of course, I'm reading the same stuff you guys are on 24-7 Sports, just trying to put the uh, reading the tea leaves as best I can. And then that will be that. That will lock down the class of 2021. There won't be any more additions. Which would move Hargrove to the 2022 class, right? I believe at that point, yes, that's going to be the correct. And so he, he will take that blue shirt option. And is there there's somebody else in it? There's the kid William Hardrick. Yeah. Who uh, His recruitment is an interesting one to me because as a defensive back who didn't seem to have a whole lot of better offers, why is he a part of this class with so many great defensive backs? It just feels like, I don't know, I that's that's one where the evaluation needs to be pretty tight, because on paper it doesn't make a lot of sense. So that that's one that you know, and I'm not saying we're not going to judge Mike Leach on the success or failure of the 25th signee of the class, but that's one where you just you sort of scratch your head a little bit. To me, anyway. That said, the kid will probably come in and be a three-year All-American because what the hell do we know? We're just a bunch of goofy, fat. Mask-loving, fake friend sports writers who aren't making enough money. That's all you can say about that. How dare we like each other? It's ridiculous, you know? In fact, I'm done being everybody's friend. I'm going to be the biggest jerk imaginable. I shaved my head, but I got this lump up there, and nobody wants to see that. I've seen it. That's right, you have, yeah. No, it's, it's, not, it's not pleasant. Not a pleasant thing. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's see. we got a lot to talk about this week, obviously. Uh, we'll do a special teams breakdown at some point. I got to sit down and like figure up the math. We 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 might we might be like two weeks away from our first uh, SEC kind of breakdowns and and stuff. It's our, our normal summertime uh, content is coming soon. Um, I, I, I need to sit down and look at that. Getting close the, to opponent previews and all yeah. that good stuff. Start with the Rebels. We'll start with the Rebels. I wonder who I'll call for that. I know who I won't call, uh, and then we'll go from there. So a lot of good stuff this week. We should have live debates. Like, get Steve on one side, get Neil on the other. Just Who? Who's that second guy? I don't know who that is. I don't know that person. Uh, anyway, we got a lot. Got, got a good week here on the show for you. Looking forward to bringing you a lot of great content. And uh, today on Sports Talk Mississippi, obviously it's Baseball Monday. Uh, so as far as I know, Chris Lamonis is scheduled to join us today at 4.20 p.m. Uh, we'll talk about the weekend that was and uh, a lot of good stuff there. And, of course, if you just want to hear a lot of other great stuff, Scott Berry will join us at 320. Mike Bianca will join us at 520. And all the college baseball recap that you can stand uh, today on Sports Talk Mississippi starting at 3 o'clock. Until then, though, for Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning and making me some money here on Sports Talk, on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.